This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, let's get into it. Topics worthy of discussion, Friday edition, where we see some familiar faces. The Reverend Dr. Sherry DeNovo, Minister at Trinity St. Paul's Center for Faith, Justice, and the Arts, and a former NDP MPP for Parkdale High Park. How's Sherry? I'm just Jim Dandy. It's a great day for talk radio. It is indeed, Sherry. Thank you for that. Michael Giles, in government for 30 years at various levels, now the Chief of Staff to Deputy Mayor Anna Bailao. Michael, good afternoon to you. I'm good. How are you? I just wanted to give a quick shout-out, if I could, to Michael Strazeri, who plays for the uh, Niagara Falls Argos. Him and his team won the regional championship down there. Having played a season with uh, unbeaten, and actually nobody even scored on them until the uh, last game. So you'll see that name in the NFL one day. Uh, well, just the name Argos, an unbeaten season. Uh, it, <laughs> I knew it had to be at some other level than the pros. But, uh, all right. Uh, well done, Michael. Carlene Nation is with us, media strategist at One Nation PR right here in Toronto. Hello, Carlene. Hello, John Oakley. Happy to be here. Carlene, it's always a pleasure. I knew you'd be loaded for bear on this one, so I'll ask you first <laughs> off, uh, the Prime Minister in this SNC thing, uh, can he weather this scandal? You know what? I don't think so. It, it It is too close to the election. Now you have an RCMP investigation into the matter uh, that will determine whether the prime minister broke the law, whether he, uh, whether this was a criminal, whether this is in fact a criminal case of obstruction of justice. You think the RCMP is going to come out with a, any kind of revelation before the election? I don't think so. I, I don't think so, but th- this whole conversation is going to perc- continue to percolate right up until October 21st. The parties are going to, uh, the, the NDP, the federal conservatives will continue to hammer away at this, and so they should. Now, Trudeau has this kind of Teflon Teflon kind of attitude about the whole thing. Oh, it's not much. It's nothing. Well, this might be part of his strategy. Let me just pivot to Michael. I mean, you've been in politics a long time. Uh, When you see somebody who decides they're not going to apologize, he just disagrees or disputes the findings from the ethics commissioner. I mean, is that a prudent way to approach this as damage control? Well, I think he's taking a position, obviously, where he he doesn't want to take full responsibility for what happened, but at the same time, he uses the, the language. I would say, you know, from a strictly political point of view, where does this hurt him? You know, in Quebec, I don't think you're going to see any kind of resonance whatsoever where this is going to hurt him. Uh, in the, you know, British Columbia and those places in the West Coast, those Western provinces, maybe, you know, some people are going to be affected by it. Atlantic Canada, maybe. In Ontario, uh, possibly. So if you notice, it's all these words I'm using as qualifiers. I think the damage here is more in terms of uh, sort of the, the thing you can't measure. Is there a sense of corruption? Is there a sense of trust? And where the Conservative Party will need to gain on that is to simply get out there ahead of the thing and start pounding away on that message. Not necessarily, you know, about SNC-Lavalin, but, you know, the whole notion of this is a guy that's been charged, you know, or been found guilty twice of breaching the, the, the Ethics Act. This is, you know, that kind of thing. Because that's the only narrative, frankly, where I think you might have any traction on this because it hasn't shifted the polls to the degree, you know, I thought, frankly, it would have a couple of months ago. But you saw that with Kathleen Wynne, too. I mean, when Livingston was, uh, you know, doing the perp walk and all the rest of that, I mean, these are the things that people can readily digest, understand, and so character becomes an issue or credibility becomes an issue. They're not necessarily policy wonks and don't get into the weeds on this stuff, but it's just public perception, would you say, Sherry? Uh, It is public perception, but but here's the problem. Uh, Everybody already knew 
he was guilty. <laughs> I mean, everybody in the polls already knew. So, you know, the, the spin from the liberal camps has been going, you know, nonstop. The ethics commissioner just confirmed for conservatives what they thought they already knew, what NDPers thought they already knew, and what liberals were already defending against. Uh, I, I do not think it's going to affect the polls that much. I think it's too early to tell, mind you. I think we'll wait till the Monday polls, Tuesday polls of next week, the cumulative polls to see. Um, you know, I, they've been in almost majority territory coming back from being in minority territory um, and with the, to- with the conservatives in majority territory. So I, that's a big span. And I think in Ontario and Quebec, the real battlegrounds, uh, the liberal brand is still strong. Uh, and uh, and uh, sadly, yeah, for the NDP and the Greens, I don't think they're going to uh, get get the leads out of this that they, they think they will. Elizabeth May was on the show yesterday and she thinks that, uh, you know, she can hive off some of that soft support that might be uncommitted to the Liberals or maybe just disgusted by uh, the whole thing, this whole imbroglio. But the other thing I'm curious, and I'll ask you, Carlene, this Trudeau strategy of running against Doug Ford, is that sort of dead on arrival now? Dead on arrival, absolutely, DOA. Uh, Trudeau was initially making some traction and everybody was ganging up on Doug Ford due to some of the cuts, the cuts in different areas uh, uh, to the city, to uh, certain services, um, also legal aid. These were a few of the things that Trudeau was harping on. And then you had him saying Trudeau, uh, Doug Ford is cutting funding to immigrants and not being uh, supportive of immigrants and using these terminology. But uh, over the past few weeks, that hasn't gained any traction whatsoever. And in fact, I would say that this whole strategy is is completely misguided. It's not going anywhere, um, and it's not gaining any traction whatsoever. Certainly, it's not impacting um, their position here in Toronto. You had uh, Adam Vaughn, who recently on Twitter was attempting to try to paint Ford as the boogeyman around immigration and not supportive of immigrants, but he used a photo of uh, uh, of a U.S. detention uh, uh, center, yeah, you, okay. and, and that so it was blew up in his face. The mischaracterized whole, the whole thing. The whole thing is being attempting to attack Ford is blowing up in the liberals' faces. All right. Well, you know the other thing, of course, with an election looming, uh, you can expect largesse to be dispensed now. And you're nodding knowingly, Michael, because you've seen not how, a penny. Well, <laughs> you know, and let me ask you because earlier today, and I was talking to uh, one of the principals with a group that is getting some of this federal money. Uh, Miriam Monsef, who's the uh, Minister of Women and Gender Equality, was out in Calgary and made an announcement earlier today of $562,000 to four groups uh, so that men and boys could unlearn uh, outdated gender stereotypes that harm everyone. The nerve of that woman. Well, uh, okay, Michael, your voice is <laughs> Okay. Well, here's I didn't a, know I could uh, get that pitch. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> the word was pitch, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and so uh, when we talked to one of the principals, as I say, they were getting 125000 to build networks of pro-feminist male leaders to engage with feminist and women's groups on gender equality. Is this money well spent? Well, here's the issue with that kind of money um, and those kinds of, of programs. For those who like those kind of programs, that's good. For a lot of people, they're going to look and, you know, I, I think that this kind of stuff leading up to an election, as you said, you know, when you start putting out the largesse, 
it turns off as many people as it turns on because there are some people who are going to be offended by that. Some people are not going to. Be. So the whole notion of this, I, I don't necessarily think it serves well. And I think the idea of people, you know, unloading large amounts of money on programs before an election, uh, I think those days have sort of started to dissipate a lot because people are just more cynical. They're totally cynical of the system. And, you know, this thing with, with uh, you know, the, the premier and Doug Ford, I mean, if you look there, I would say a month and a half ago, that would have been a very effective strategy. I'd say now that's actually waning as a strategy because you have a government now that is, you know, with James Wall. Wallace is the chief of staff and, you know, Amin Masoudi is now the principal secretary. And you see a government that has actually developed a strong message discipline. Oh, you you're have, talking you, about the Ford. The okay, Ford, yeah. So you put all those things together. You can spend whatever you like. I mean, who is he attacking? Because governments in Canada are not elected. They're voted out. Okay. The, the big uh, problem uh, I, with this whole thing is that they're talking about teaching boys to unlearn uh, their toxic masculinity. It is offensive what Marion Monsef and Justin Trudeau has come out. We are going to teach boys to to to, uh, to change. They're attempting, in my mind, to feminize boys. Boys cannot be boys. They're attacking boys left, right, and center in this country. All right, well, it's offensive. Last year, it was $1.8 million uh, to develop a strategy to engage men and boys in the promotion of gender equality. Sherry DeNovo, is this money well spent? Uh, well, if, first of all, of course, I think people will see through the, the transparent attempt to buy votes because it's so close to an election. The real question is, what happened to the other four years? Why didn't they do something then? And I think for women, um, one in four women, remember, in this country has been sexually assaulted. So we have a problem. Um, I, I, I think for, for many women I know, they would have liked, and some of the money did Those go. Those are reports of sexual well, assaults, right? They, uh, they No, well, yes, but Report. I mean, well, this right. is a problem, um, and, and it's a problem acknowledged by all parties. Uh, I think that many women would like to have seen more money go to the frontline workers who deal with those women who are victimized. Um, that's where the money should be going. Uh, and and certainly, uh, is is there a problem with uh, still with boys? Look at St. Mike's College. Obviously, there is a problem with you know toxic masculinity, not just in this country. I think it probably around the world. Um, I don't think 1.8 million um, with uh, grants of 125,000 here and there is really going to solve that. Um, but I think to Michael's point, so you know, this it? is transparently an attempt to, to to send this money out just before an election. Well, that's cynical, you isn't it? It, it? it is cynical, and it's not the only attempt. I mean, they've talked about banning conversion therapy, and and the reaction is, you had four years. You had four years. This is a typical liberal attempt. They do it every time. Uh, and uh, sadly, other parties do too. But, uh, but just before an election, the saying, thing, the you know, thing, we're going to do everything next time. The well, what about thing, last time? They, they, what about not the last four years? They're not announcing the money to address uh, abuse, to address um, uh, uh, assaults on women, etc. That's, that's not the point of it. The focus of... Marian Monsef announcing this is that it's to get boys to unlearn their stereotypical maleness. Well, how that do you even audit? Of it. How do you audit that results? That was the focus of it. Or how do it's you know completely you... offensive. I get it. Well, how do you audit results or get a return on investment? You can't quantify any of this, can you, Mark? No, I don't think you can. And quite frankly, I don't think it's a, it's money well spent in that respect. And I think, as I say, you know, from a political, strictly political point of view, you will alienate as, as many people, if not more, than you will get to that. And, and, and quite frankly, you know, I, I, as a male, I, I and, and 
you know, I'm sort of going out in the limb saying I, I find it offensive in many respects because you know every male I know in my life, you know, from my, from my father to brothers and sisters, they've always behaved with character and dignity and respect uh, for for women. And so you know, I, sometimes I think there is this sort of uh, brush that you know tars everybody, and it does. It's I do find that attack on boys in well, the worst way by this government, this uh, this prime minister who loves to gaze lovingly into the eyes of just about everybody and bring them close to his chest. And never mind well, his right. fancy socks. Here's but no, look, no, I didn't this, want to go uh, down that boulevard just yet. All right, uh, let's still stay with the part above the neck. Uh, however, <laughs> <laughs> this might be virtue signaling uh, to its extreme. But let's come back. More topics worthy of discussion because another government uh, initiative that's 10 months late or into it uh, now, 10 months later. We'll see if you think this is working or not. We'll put that to the panel next here on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.